Also, for $100, I promote whatever you need on my social medias and my website. That's my Twitter, Facebook, Insta Stories, YouTube community, and my website, www.doggydiamondstv.com, which will be featured on. Hit me up on Instagram at doggydiamonds for your promo. Serious inquiries only. Must be cash app ready. And yo, you could be a member of the channel. If you wasn't a member, you could be a member now. If you was a member before, the memberships got a little messed up, but they are back. So go right in that same description box after you subscribe to the podcast. Become a member or become a member again. Let's go. So when you hear them chords, you already know what's about to happen. Something epic, something special. Somebody I never had on my platform before. Hey. We going to I'm, I'm going to the south with this one. Take it to the five I, I love I love the south, so I gotta go there. So, without any further ado, is y'all already hitting the like button? Y'all already subscribing? We going? All right. Make sure my glasses ain't foggy and all that. We good? Why y'all hit that like button? But um, yeah, here it is. Here we go. What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Doggy Diamonds. This is Doggy Diamonds TV. I got. Let them introduce yourself. Pull it. Pull the thing down a little bit more so they can see more of you. Yeah, there you go. There you. There you go. That's perfect. There you go. Boom. Boom. What it do, man? Check it out, man. It's your main man, Fiend International Jones, doing an exclusive interview with the one, the only Doggy Diamonds. You heard me. 504 um damn when that when i when i hear them that area code so much comes to mind um uh i think about uh creole i think about <laughs> i think about uh i think about definitely no limit cash money um mardi gras uh the meters oh yeah the meters uh Katrina, the meters. You ain't think I know about that one, right? Uh, 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 Katrina, unfortunately, but so much, so much. Um, when 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 you you were you born and raised there? Oh yeah, born and raised uptown Hollywood, you heard in New Orleans, Louisiana. So it's yeah. it's it's historical neighborhoods. Uh, Hollywood is that Little Wayne? That's what he shouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the girl, 17 war, man. Yes, sir. What is the war thing? Could you break that down for me? Because I don't know nothing about these wars. Uh, the war thing, uh, the closest thing I could tell you, so you can kind of like grasp the war thing. And war, what we mean is W-A-R-D. Yes. Like saying like a borough. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it'd be equivalent to a borough or a neighborhood, you know, for most people. Mm -hmm. From... Um, Hollywood, which is consist of really like three parts of the city make up Hollywood. You got, I mean, make up the 17 war. You hear me? You got mm -hmm. Pigeon Town, you hear me? Hollywood, and you got, uh, kind of like Shrewsbury a little bit, mm -hmm. like a little bit. But Hollywood is, is infamous, one of the most well respected neighborhoods. Uh, the 17 war, one of the most well respected wards. In the city, you know, what I'm saying no, no, no shade on none of the other families that's in the city, but well respected all, uptown. All I know is Holly Grove from Wayne. Come on. I know about Magnolia projects and Calio. That's all I know. I don't know nothing else about about it. That is that is that is that the most popular because of the music. Um, I would say that's that's some areas that was put on a map worldwide. Mm. You know, saying the Calio project, the Magnolia project. Holly Grove, the Ninth Ward, you hear me, Tenth Ward. All the wards get their respect, you hear me? Mm -hmm. it's just, I think a lot of the spitters, a lot of the MCs, a lot of the most crushing MCs came from Uptown. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the whole city got it on lock, but Uptown was the ones I think that got the most famous. So what is Uptown? Uptown is considered the Third Ward, Twelfth Ward, um, Seventeen. Man, we ain't gonna know? figure it out, man. We we. Cause, cause yeah. when I think uptown, I think of UTP now. Now I think about uh, yeah, yeah. Skip and Wacko, cause they was UTP. So it's out uptown, cause it's like man, like uptown huge, bro. You got Seventeen, the Third Ward. You feel me? You got the Calio Project, the Magnolia Project, the Melfa Mean Project, are all within probably like three miles radius from each other. Mm. You know what I mean? And then past going down, like you remember, know I mean, 
a couple miles, you got the tent war. You know what I mean? That's the St. Thomas project. You feel me? Like, sheesh, them boys was, boys was getting in. So the, the first time I really saw what it looked like, um, I guess what it really, really looked like was Juvenile Han video. How accurate is that? How accurate is that? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 you hear me. That's like what they call putting hitting the, the nail on the head. You feel me? That's that's hitting the nail on the head for the magnolia. You hear me? Like that's a wild weekend. You know, doing something in the park on a weekend like that's how I can get. Especially if your people want to come on and support you like that. It looked really poor though. Was is it really? What it is, I think it's just you know. I think it it had a a, a bad. I, you know, it was, it was, it's poor to the eye because it was project. I mean, anything, any project you think mm -hmm. about, you know, but like people were living, doing well for themselves. It's just the project. Mm -hmm. Poor. Uh, I think you could think any borough, you could think of any impoverished place in the, in the world, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just that, you know, that was a good showcasing of. He looked like he rubbed himself in Vaseline or baby oil. I'm like, yo, man, what's going on, man? This nigga ain't got no shirt on. Nah, nah, the humidity had us going. Oh, wow, wow. It's that hot out there. Yeah, you out in 110 degrees. You heard me like, you, yeah, you you know, you're going to be one with yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, how do, so you are, uh, you were no limit. In the yeah. town, was it a choice of what labels you was messing with or who you was dealing with? Because Cash Money has been in existence for a while as well, right? But they just wasn't as known. Could you give me the history of that? No, no. See, our city, you know how your city has its own world outside of the rest of the world, mm -hmm. right? So picture it was Big Boy Records mm. and Cash Money Records were the biggest two local labels in New Orleans at one time. Got you. So when uh, Big Boy Records kind of was regrouping and doing their thing, um, Cash Money was constantly growing, you know, but No Limit ended up, to me, stepping back home, like, to New Orleans, like, 96, 97. Mm -hmm. And once um, we signed with No Limit, like, people like myself, Mac, So Slim, Mystical, um, you know, Beast by the Pound, a few other people that made it just really, really enforced that no limit was like, you know, like shit, we're gonna start paying attention to this because we was already local celebrities. Got you. At home doing shows on the weekends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So um then it became a no limit cash money. Then no limit, of course, we had our run like we did, and then cash money popped uh worldwide with that huh huh song shot the juvenile man first okay that's when i first saw it but you know what though I'm, I'm gonna be real with you and i'm gonna go on record and say this master p had so many um ads in the source yeah yeah, yeah. i had distinct artwork so i used to look at the artwork and it was always to say done by pen and pixel that's all i remember pen and pixel that all the artwork then cash right. money came and i'm like what is this fake no limit artwork they doing because that's where i'm from there's no biting so when I saw that, I was like, so explain it to me. How did they end up having the same looking artwork as y'all? What, what, what happened was, shout out to Sean at uh, Pen and Pixel. See, the thing was like this here, you feel me? Like where we from, like if you you go get your your paint job done by this guy and he's the most popping dude in the city, you know what I'm saying? To be taking your respective, like, you know, you coming like that, you feel me? Like mm -hmm. when you coming that doggy about the ooh, that boy doggy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Pen and Pixel was like that, yeah, for us, you feel me? Like, you know, we was going to Texas, Houston, Texas, and getting our work done. So it was only right um, for Cash Money to want to take their label to the next level by walking in the footsteps of what we were doing or just if, even if they saw somebody else doing it to be taken serious mm. on that level in that time. That's kind of like how we perceive it. Now I'm a hip hop baby and I feel you on that. Like, you know, certain things can be looked at as biting, but like at home, it was more like shit. If I got my jewelry done by Doggy Diamonds, you yeah, feel me? Especially like with the gold teeth and all that. Yo, I got my teeth yeah. over here. Well, where you got your yeah. teeth? Oh, well, let's oh, go get our yeah. teeth there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like see, if you want to got your gold teeth done on Claiborne Street, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? At mm -hmm. home. You, you, your shit was official. You feel me? So mm -hmm. like, that, that's how that went. Like, oh, you official? That boy got pen and pixel cover. Like, yeah, you know. So, it, 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 in the city, was it a war between Cash Money and No Limit? What was it like? It wasn't. 
it, it was no war, you know, because war is a very strong word from where I'm from. You know, to the outsiders, we thought it was issues because y'all never did because shit I, together. No, no, I, I, I definitely know where you're coming from. It was a lot of, um, to me, in the thick of things, it was a lot of misoverstandings. You know what I'm saying? And no one never kind of like stepped in and said, I'm going to clarify what's going on. Mm -hmm. So to me, this assumption of something kept just looping. It just was on loop as the years go by. It just kept looping and kept looping and kept looping. You know what I'm saying? Like the reality of it is um, it's just two, two, two companies that was one was on the left, one was on the right. You know what I'm saying? One was doing anything like this and one was doing anything like that. And um, we've collabed, like artists has collabed. I've collabed with BG. I've collabed with Hot Boy Turk. Of course, I collabed with my main Holly Grove vet, um, Lil Wayne, you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I work with Manny Fresh. You know what I'm saying? I always had love and respect for Birdman and Slum. You know what I'm saying? The whole team. So, you know, I think it was a, a lot of misoverstanding on loop. Now, I can't speak on the CEO's um, personal upbringing to know what was, you know what I'm saying? The issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to keep it 1,000 with you, mm -hmm. doggy. you know what I'm saying? But in my, um, you know, my um, career of doing that, I've always had a great relationships with both labels. Question, this is a tough question. The versus, cash money versus no limit. Who will win that versus? Keep it real. Um. The key with Funky, it's, it's hard to say, doggy, because, like, we, I think we like tomato and tomato when it comes to certain type of club, um, street music and stuff like that. You hear me? Mm -hmm. Like, we, I think when it comes to the clubs, I think Cash Money swung a little harder mm -hmm. or consistently on the club side. You know what I'm saying? Manny Fresh doing such a great job on the production on that. But like, you know, they got certain parts of the states and the world, like, you know, all they just want to hear is that No Limit Records run. You know what I'm saying? That so, make them say, uh, I'm going to ring off real hard. You got make them say, uh, you got fucking mother niggas, you got- No, bout it, bout it. When that come on, that's different. Bout that's bout that's what sell, that's what started everything. But I think come I think on, when that cash man, he taking over for the night, that burn, burn, burn. Oh, that's kind of yeah. tough. Hey, you know, you know when it, as I say, see, we from, we from a, we from a, we're from like a, a genre that we created like like um at the end of the day you know, a, a person from the south gonna think i gotta stay off in the clubs too with something that's mm -hmm. how i'm always eat. Mm -hmm. so um i think cash money was always super smart about that you know what i'm saying and then for the record fam um i just left on a no limit reunion tour mm. and juvenile was featured on the tour so let's I'm be already, clear. I already know and it was a beautiful thing it was a beautiful thing to finally hear these music on the no it. limit tour juvenile was was featured yes sir. that's incredible yes, sir. i love i love to hear that that's incredible yeah, yeah, man yeah love it bro they it never too late it ain't never too late ah, bro my mom's always telling me a delay is not a, a denial dog mm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's beautiful because we turned the city out, bro. Mm -hmm. Like for real, for real, the city came out. It was a packed house. We had special guests, Snoop Dogg, Nelly, Keith Sweat. You know, uh, it, we were celebrating uh, Percy Miller, Master P's birthday. And it was huge, bro. So mm -hmm. I love that because the division don't really get nothing done. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for the bigger picture, for real, for real. If you a giant and I'm a giant, we should meet. They say two mountains will never meet, but two men will. So, mm. you know, that's how I went with it, it had to be a, a very high point being in there, but it also had to be a low point because it was a time where everybody was no limit soldiers. You had Shaq in the video. You had all, then it was just a time where y'all were just gone. Like we didn't hear nothing from nobody, just sprinkles a masterpiece, especially you. Like you was one of the main faces early on and then you was gone. What happened? Did did something happen with the business? Because I know the business. You know what, what, doggy? Um, things got a little different for me, and um, I was a studio kid. You heard me. I stayed off in the studio. You know, I, I wasn't after I got in the studio. That's where I was at. I'm in the studio. I want to make music. This where I want to make my money at. We go to shows, but I want to get back to the studio. So when things got a little unpredictable for me, I just kind of like had to reassess things on the business side. And in the process of that, you know, time waits on nobody. So I just went to putting things out independently. You know, mm -hmm. I had a talk with 
Percy Miller went over and hollered at him, shook hands, and I told him, you know what I'm saying, while we looking to figure things out, uh, I don't know what's going on. I still got to feed myself. I got a newborn baby coming. You feel me? Like, I got I got to figure some shit out. And I think he may have had some things going on, bro, because the feds was just, they wasn't kind to us, bro. Explain that. Like, what, what the feds was on, y'all? They, they, not so much was on us. They was just being a, um, a thorn in our side. You know what I'm saying? We had no reason for them to spend so much time as they did following us around the world like they did. Around the world? Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, wow. bro. Just imagine, bro, going The KGB to the is somewhere looking, looking. Bro. Just I don't even imagine. want to talk about that. I don't want them on me. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I have nothing to hide from yeah, yeah, yeah. I've survived plenty. I, I remember going to the restroom in the airport going to take a piss, huh? And uh, some gentleman being one um, urine over from me, uh, two stalls over from me, and just went to talking. I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, uh, you're flying to California. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know he's like, yeah, man, did you know uh, mm -hmm. Percy bought a, 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 a travel agency? I'm like, man, I flushed that shit, just walked out, bro. Like, I'm like, we, you know, don't get me wrong, it come with the territory. When people think you're doing one thing and they're trying to make your rights wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we were mature about it and we just kept moving. And then the, the real, real final blow to me kind of like, I'm going to call it going underground mm -hmm. is because my brother, Mac McKinley Phipps had caught a charge and then Corey Miller caught a charge. Then Ken and Abel had caught a charge. So I kind of like, I went underground, fam. I was like. Too close to home. I got to figure this out. It, yeah. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? Like this, you know, I really need to regroup. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, like what's, what's going on? Everybody around you, you know, getting picked up, whether the shit uh, true or not, they still picking you up and you still facing the circumstances of fighting for your life around. For dog, I went underground, bro. I had to figure it out. I had to get my money up. Yeah. Just in case I had a situation. Well, I could help but, the, but the general public would probably want to know, you on a successful label, part of successful records. Um, Why wouldn't you be up financially? Is it something that took place that the money wasn't um, right? I mean, yo, man, like, you know, I'm going to just say this here, bro. Like, um, once things, once people assume something about you, they got the right to freeze shit. Mm. They got the right to close doors. You know, they got the right to repossess shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that just made it like that. I walked away from millions of dollars, bro, you know, to go figure my thing out. Communication with the nation says Tim Smooth. Mm. You feel me? And I always communicate as a young dude. I was blessed to, like, I'm a, you know, I'd rather be an asshole for five minutes than an asshole all my life. So I'm going to talk it out. We're going to figure this out, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when I couldn't get the clarity I needed, I didn't put the pressure on not really getting the answers I needed. I just I just kept my feet moving. Mm. You know, just to, you know, keep it 1,000 with you, friend. Um, it, it was, I heard this a long time ago. You know, the, the streets talk, the barbershop talk. I heard, and, and it, it might just be bullshit, but I heard Master P, when he signs you, he say, yo, Pick your house, pick your car, mm. and you ain't getting shit else. I'm gonna buy you a house. I'm gonna buy you a car. You ain't getting no publishing, right or wrong. Nah, I'm gonna say. What percentage of that is correct? I'm gonna say. I think I like the Johnny Gill story. I think each dog has his own hunt. Got you. Know? Got you. Got you. You know, I, I communication, everything. My brother was a hustler. If I ain't know nothing, bro. Like we gotta, we gotta talk. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like. Mm -hmm. Communication is everything with a man. A man can only respect you if you voice how you feel. Mm -hmm. And to me, I, I do know that artists were getting homes and cars, but I'm going to say this of all fairness. Just think about this here. In a mix of you having a stable of elite MCs in the world, whether you looked at it as being elite MCs, our world looked at us as being elite MCs, right? Mm -hmm. Just imagine, but you got a little homie he might be the he might be your little cousin or something, right? Mm -hmm. Your little cousin starts rapping. Doggy throws him a house, throw him a car, 
put some paper in his pocket. Dude started rapping four weeks ago. Mm. So I think a lot of people was getting that misconstrued. You know, I got some type of financial payment. Like you're saying, like, um, was it, could have been more? Uh, we always want more, but I just think that the time of things that happened just made it to when we couldn't really get around that corner. Got you. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what it's like to walk in Percy Miller's shoes at that time to know what was up, but for the most part, if we could talk about it, mm -hmm. shit, you know, we can get some straightening on, on it. You hear me? Where, where y'all yeah. at now? I know y'all hit the, did y'all hit the road together recently? Y'all did, yeah, right? We on the, the, the tour, right? Hey, he a Taurus, like I'm a Taurus, bro. Like shit, all it takes is a conversation. You feel me? You know, um, shout out to him for still, you know, getting up, tightening up his boots and getting out here and making something happen for him and his family. Mm -hmm. This industry ain't easy, bro. Like, you know, a lot of people like to make it seem like it's easy, bro. It's not easy walking in here, getting hundred million, four hundred million dollars from companies, bro. You know, we don't know what that that cat had to do. We don't know what was negotiated. We don't know what he had to sacrifice of his time, his energy, you know what I'm saying, his years. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always like to keep that in mind. He got a lot of weight on his shoulders too because who he is. So if you were right. worth 400 million, if you worth 300, they say you fell off. If you worth 100, they say you yeah. fell off. Yeah. That's I, how, I, you I will, know. We got the only genre of music that if you take one day off you from something. They reroute. They reroute. Everybody has the Janet Jackson syndrome. What yeah. have you done for me lately? Your name, um, Fiend. Well, why you pick that name? Cause you know when we think of fiend, you know what we think. We think of a smoker, we think of a cracker, we think of a basic. Why you pick fiend? What does your name mean? Why why I pick fiend is because I was chosen to always see the good in everything. Okay. So I I was able to be uh, blessed to make my fans look at a name and see it totally different. Got you. You know, I was always a student of Rock Kim. Mm -hmm. And in high school, my buddy used to be like, yo, you sound like microphone fiend, like rock. Mm -hmm. You need to be some kind of fiend, dog. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was the birth of fiend in high school at Walter Alcon. Dope, dope, dope. So in this time, was it a time where you sat, you you know, you, you kind of did your own independent thing? And I guess at this time, this is when cash money is. Was, was you like... Did you ever think about going over there and saying, yo, could I work with y'all? Or were you? You know what? We've always had great relationships. You know, we're both from Uptown. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Birdman, they was around the corner visiting family members from where we stayed at after I moved to the third ward from Hollygrove. Mm -hmm. Me and my, 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 my older brother moved from Hollygrove. So the relationships was there. And we had communication. Um, but after talking to... Um, Birdman for a minute, he used to always tell me, man, I think you're a little smarter just, just to be rapping, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He said, me personally, I can see you running your own label. Or I can see you A&R or something or doing some real business with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. He used to always tell me he wanted to hear me. You know what I mean? I go to Miami, go to uh, Circle House. I go to um, another little studio they was at. And he just let me get a room, just let me, do me though, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you feel me recording. He'd be like, "Yo, I'm out of time, but when I pull up, I want to hear something." And he'd, we'll we'll have meetings three in the morning in the studio, bro. Big mm -hmm. two two of us pull up <laughs> in the city three in the morning. You heard mm -hmm. me? Like we really really fuck with each other, but we never went forward as uh as um doing um as far as me signing. We yeah. even did like six songs, like did some working toward him. Where they at? Awesome. I got the joints. Okay. Wait, with Birdman rapping? Uh, the ones that he got the raps, he got those versions. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Um, you had a lot of label mates. What? I'm confused by how everybody on the label just end up in some type of legal trouble. Is that just the street? Because I'm trying to, I don't think it's the label, but what is it about this street life, coming off the streets, coming into celebrity, getting money? But you've been a street dude longer than you've been a celebrity. Like, right. Do you think, um, cause, cause if we look at what's going on now with the artists, they doing the same shit that that was being done back then. It's just now it's being more filmed. It's being is on tape. What is it about the transition that people are not doing well? Facts. You you asked me, which is I think this is a great question. 
I think it's entitlement, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's entitlement, man. You know, you see me going to the corner store every day, going buy a pack of cigars. You know, you see me busting a little jug here and there, making a few dollars. I think most people feel entitlement and feel like you made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and feel like, you know, either help me out, look out for me, you know? And I think that most people change on you because they figure that you have excelled and done more than them. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't hate you. It's that people don't know if you change. Mm-hmm. So they end up changing, looking for the change, and they may not be nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know one point in my career, I, I couldn't have told a motherfucker I was broke. They wouldn't believe me. Like, I go through that now. I go through that now. They're like, yo, you on YouTube. You get millions of views. I know you got money. And it's like, yeah, but I got bills too, though. Like, I got real bills. Like, real bills. They don't process that. They don't process that you, they don't process, they think you just got a Scrooge McDuck vault full of gold coins. I wish. And it's endless. You know what I mean? And I'm not mad for people wanting that for you. Mm -hmm. But I think the reality of it, and I just think that sometimes too, bro, you just, you get people that's a little envious because they're so focused in this environment that don't know that they got to get out of that environment to grow. If not, it's just like a cesspool and you're going to be forced to dislike and hate. That is this, uh, the environment. Of the or let world. your gun go and get jammed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Shit. Everybody different. You know what I mean? Yeah. My life is a little bit different than some guys, you know, I like to think I was, my life was a little more, my life was preserved Mm -hmm. and uh, I was just highly favored for me to go through a lot of things in life that didn't have to make the media. My dad used to always tell me, he used to travel with me. He was like, man, if they knew about this, you'd be like Tupac or some shit. I remember looking at my dad like, I don't want to be like Tupac. Cause, it, cause the successful thing of it, yeah, we want that, but he's deceased. See, that's the thing that people don't get. They love the celebrity, but he's deceased. So if you want to be yeah, like somebody, I'm, go ahead. I'm, and I'm not, excuse me, dog. Yeah, I'm not shitting on Pac neither. I just was, I didn't like what came with somebody being so ultimately talented. He's deceased. And, and like he's all de- the negative. Yeah, the, look at the end result. That's what I'm saying. It ain't no yeah. diss to him, but I'm saying the end result. I, nobody wants that end result, especially right, at 24, right. 25 years old. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, so, that was a hard pill to swallow, bro. And look, and look, you know, like, think about it, bro. Like, think about it, bro. Like, here you want to do music. The music helped you get through all this life. It helped you. It was therapeutic, realistically going then for myself it was therapeutic you feel me so just think about it man i'm you know you at the height of a career not every day is two guns on you bulletproof vest mm-hmm. you know i'm saying you know you can't even hug your friends like you in the club if you see them because you don't want them to see you know how you moving around you know what i'm saying nobody's supposed to know you even like this you know protecting yourself like that so it was like that. You you were your own security. I was my own security. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I couldn't see me paying a man to die for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking how the system goes, but this was just was my thinking. At that time. I'm like, mm-hmm. what'd that cost? You know what I'm saying? Like, I do want to ask you though, mystical, what the fuck are we, what, what's, what's going on? What, what What's happening? I, I can't. Do call y'all it speak? Bro. Like, was y'all cool? Was y'all close? Did you yeah, speak? What, yeah, what, man. What, what, like, what's I, going on, bro? He just was on tour. We just was on tour. Oh, he's with y'all? No, we, we just was on tour mm-hmm. um, a couple months ago. You know what I'm saying? And we just did Kentucky. We just had a great run of shows for the last like year and a half of doing these sold out shows, bro. And I just, I can't call it, bro. I wish I could uh, throw. Um, something, some type of inkling to some type of overstanding of this, but I'd be lying if I had any kind of opinion on it to, to, to any type of direction. Like I wasn't there and I don't know what it's like to be that type of a pop star. Um, and to know that your every move is, could be altered behind someone saying something, whether it's true or whether it's false. Gotcha. Nothing uh, taking nothing against any women that have been battered, um, bruised, raped, sexually assaulted. Not downplaying that at all. Regardless of accusation, your mugshot is going up. Man, bro, I, yeah. I just I just seen it too many times, bro. I got homie doing three life sentences. I got, you know, I got it's real out here. And my whole thing is um be accountable. 
for myself. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Be accountable for myself. The homie stayed less than three miles from me. His house is less than three miles from me. Um, I might see him at a gas station outside of the tour. I'll be like, what's mm-hmm. up? You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Good seeing you, dog. See him in his family's at a restaurant. See him with his family at a restaurant. Holler at him. Mm-hmm. But his personal time. It's his I personal know. time. Yeah, we yeah. His personal time. When you go to he, sleep at night, you ain't like, yo, you sleep, my nigga? Yo, this, that's it. So, so yeah, um, I deal with this a lot on my channel. Um, one of the things my channel is known for, and I call it like, that spooky shit that going on in the industry. Have you witnessed or seen anything that you was like, what the fuck is going on? I definitely seen some stuff, bro. I didn't, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been followed to airports, you know, U.S. Marshals walk up on me showing their badge out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Talking about they've been following me since baggage claim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been places where dudes uh, lean to you out of nowhere and tell you, yo, I know I'm going to hell, son. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. Just a, just a random strange to say I'm going to hell? I mean, you know, someone within the industry. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just, you know, we have camaraderie and just, you know, I've always been a guy that serious men been, you know, been okay to talk to me as a jit since I've been a young dude. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't mind running it to me. I listen, I learn if I can. I can learn from you, you feel me? And um, I've just I just seen some a lot of weird shit. Because you and, see, you hear of people selling their soul. That's what I'm talking about. Have you seen people that's just like, yo, I'm selling my soul. I don't care. I want the riches. I want the fame. I don't care what I got to do. Have yeah, you seen- I mean, I've definitely seen some people willing to do anything for a step up to mm-hmm. change the environment, this situation for sure. And uh, either they're going to learn the hard way or maybe they get a taste of it for now. And I'm not judging them because every person got their own plight and their own traveling, you feel me? I just know, like, you know, I'm going to go over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if that ain't my vibe, I'm going to stand over there. You know what I'm saying? Lightning strike, I'm going reason, to... Reason why I'm asking you that, because some people believe it exists, some people don't think it exists. So I like to ask the artists who was there, high, the highest of levels, mid-levels, and then on their own path right now. What what do you think? Like, have you ever been like your fiend? Yo, if you have you ever been propositioned? Though, if you come over here and such, I ain't even talking about no fun boy weird. So I'm just saying, if you ever been in a situation where they say, "Yo, fiend, come over here and do this," and this could probably be this, that, and the third, and you was like, "Oh hell no!" Have you ever? Nah, I I, I was I was one, you know. Uh, I used to take things more too serious. <laughs> no smiling, yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I just take things too serious. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never had them, uh, them uh, indecent proposals, as they got say. Got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? Never had them indecent proposals. Um, but I used to get heads up. Mm. You hear me? I'm in New York, you know, Swiss to tell me, yo, whatever you do, you know, these people here are in the studio. Do not be in the studio with them after midnight. Talk, you know, trying to, yeah. When I was signing a rough ride, I was signing a rough ride for four years. Yeah, I remember I, that. I, yeah. So Swizz Beats used to call you and say, "Yo, don't go to that studio. If you go, leave at a." Man, yeah, when the, he know when I'm the, New York. He know I'm moving around. He know I'm going to Sony. They got all kind of different artists there. He know like what was going on. He see how I'm moving. You know, he was always a fan and a supporter, and also a genius at, at, at heart too. He'd be like, uh, "Yo, I got some got some tracks for you. You can pull up. I got stuff for you, Eve." and styles and i'd be like okay cool i'm about to come to sony he said yo i'm gonna be there at this time but if i'm not there yo you see this one or that one i don't care what they talking about <laughs> you feel me and it's well-known people that we all know oh bro like damn you know, it's just is what it is like i said i'm not judging it's just good to have a heads up because you know um, they cup of tea may not be my cup of tea. Facts. You could have walked you know into something just mentally scarred, like, yo, hold on, oh, what the bro, fuck is going yeah. on? Oh, Pull out yeah, the gun, yeah. like, yo, hold on, everybody get on the yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wilding yeah. in here. Yeah. 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 So um, did did you, did was it a time where you were sour in the industry that you didn't want to rap, that you was like, yo, I got to put this down for a little while? Or have you been working over the years silently? Was it a time where you completely stopped? Because I know it's a time where sometimes we just stop. We... We spend so much time in the studio. We don't want to go in the studio. You don't have no pen in your hand. 
Mm-hmm. Every now and again, you might hum some stuff, but you're like, man, I ain't laying that shit down because the industry changed so much. It, the industry changed so much. And, um, you know, you always want to stop doing something if you think it's not being appreciated or being reciprocated uh, financially by your efforts. Mm-hmm. But I was born to make music and um, I, I did it for no money at one time. So I wasn't going to just let the financial part stop me from being what I was made to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, sometimes you just need breaks, man. Life would be hard on you, bro. I got kids. Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Life would be hard on you and then make you regroup. But that's the best time to make that music because it's not just about sticks and dicks and grabbing guns and fucking bitches. And, you know, it's about making music for the world. So any artist that's watching, producers, executives, keep in mind, bro, like music is made also to talk through the times of what we're going through. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Marvin Gaye, what's going on, dog? You hit straight up, you heard me like, and that's where I always was with music. I mean, we could talk about this and that, but at the end of the day, it sounds like Heart of a Ghetto Boy that made me and Wale um, bond as, um, you know, have camaraderie, him and his crew and the Wiz Khalifas and the Currencies and all Do you trip the- out when they know who you are? I mean, um, yeah and no. Okay. Because I get it. Cause I was a kid watching Eric B and Rock Kim, mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane, that's a signing three times dope. You said the goat, Big Daddy Kane. That's my that's my goal. I'm Brooklyn, so you know I'm a little biased, but that's my favorite rapper. Hey, hey, so BK, shout out to BK, BDK. shout out to all the followers. You heard yeah, me that brought it to shout out to yeah. Heavy D and the boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Money earning my Vern. Shout out to everybody that did it. Cause I'm a hip hop kid. I'm a hip hop yeah. baby. I grew up off of it and I love what I got from it. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me not only to change the trajectory of wealth in my family. It allowed me to travel and see the world and know my value. You know what I'm saying? So that's what hip hop did for me. Hip hop was a college. Hip hop was a brotherhood. Hip hop was a uh, a church. Hip hop was uh, after school care. Hip hop was a, a learning center for me and it helped mold and shape my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I was destined to do this. And the whole thing to me as a man being in the skin that I'm in, is just stay out of trouble. Yeah. If you can stay out of trouble, you know, you could, you know, you could turn, you know, lemon, lemonade, you could turn lemons to lemonade, you hear me? What's your favorite studio session ever that you either was in the booth or you just witnessed greatness happening? My favorite studio session may have been when Snoop Dogg had Kane and No Limit. Ooh, he did the um top dollar with dog fleece collar dipping them. Right. And 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 Snoop came in the middle of the night to No Limit. Wow. Right? So I was always in the studio. So I would never forget this. He had a Woodson 81 Raiders jersey on. Mm. And he came through, it might have been two in the morning. We up in there. He was like, uh, you know, looking for some things to relax himself. I was going to put my hunt down, see if I could find some tree, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Go find a homie some some gin, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And let him relax himself. And he just was giving so much dope advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that had to be one of the dopest moments. And to see, like, I'm doing records regardless, right? I'm recording. And Snoop would be like, Hey man, let me let me put some ad libs on that shit. Damn that shit. You homie. like my shit? You like you right, like right. So yeah, because I'm a fan. I yeah, had yeah, doggy yeah. style on cassette. I had doggy style on CD. I remember going hard on somebody. I borrowed the doggy style CD too. Like you got to come off my shit, homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro, that was that. Let me know as a young artist, um, thriving, um, secretly I guess wanting validation of the grades before you, that was one of the things that made me feel like another level of my career. Like, huh, bro? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking what right What here, song man. was you supposed to be on that's a big hit that we all know that you either turned down or missed the cut? Uh, the song I was supposed to be on, but I did not, um, I didn't get a chance to get on the song. It wasn't a bad thing, it wasn't a good thing. It was Hootie Who by Master P and TRU. Nah, you nah, that would have been so why why would who the who that was I remember that record. Why why wasn't you on the record? I went home. Wow. They was, <laughs> was working on it and I went home for a minute. And I'll never forget I came back eventually 
And um, even that was dope to see P talking about, boy, you just missed, boy, you just missed getting on a, on a banger. You heard me? You like, I remember sure seeing him in his face like, oh, boy, you, you just missed it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's all good. And then at the time, I was uh, enjoying Outkast, and they had a song called Hootie Hoot. Mm. And like I said, I was big on... No biting. Right? Yeah. So I didn't know if he knew mm-hmm. or not. You feel me? Just to keep it funky with you. So I was like, after I heard it, I was like, Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it went, and I never heard any feedback from the Desert Family Outcast. So everything, I guess, balanced out. You know what I'm saying? You know, work as it worked, it was a big hit record. They both was both hit records for both both parties, dude. The 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 504, um, y'all got slang. How do y'all feel that your slang is worldwide now? Cause I remember people saying World Day, and I'm like, fuck you, don't call me that shit. I ain't from the like y'all slang really, even that you heard me. I think Birdman say that shit like every ten seconds when he talk right yeah. now, and I yeah. e- and I even seen dudes on the internet from the no talk, and I'm like, yo, he talk just like Birdman. Do everybody really talk like that? Even you the chicks, what? even the females. You you know what? Check this out. Where you where you from, dog? I'm from Brooklyn. Okay, yeah, you my bad. You say you from yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guarantee you, when you walk into a meet, right, a mm-hmm. corporate meet, you got Doggy Diamonds, the corporate guy, right? Mm-hmm. A little a nice balance, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But as soon as something touches an emotion about maybe something of Brooklyn, yeah, 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 or something you, you that BK might come out heavy, you, yeah, you yeah, feel? yeah, yeah. I think that's what goes on. That's that's our language, bro. Our lingo is crazy, and that's just how we talk. You hear me? Like, and that's what it is. And in the mix of doing that, everything is yeah or here. You heard mm-hmm, me? Mm-hmm. If you feel me, like, and, and it's. And that's what it is. Like, you feel me? Like, we could be talking, we could be on a block, right? Say you pull up on a street, you're mm-hmm. you pull up on a block with a stove, you know, we hanging out and uh, <laughs> and somebody stepped on your shoe mm-hmm. or something, right? You know, it's, it's child's play, but still, right? And you'd be like, damn, right? You know, and somebody could be like, and what? And you'd be like, all right, <laughs> all right. I'd be like, what the fuck y'all talking about here? You know, so, but y'all get it though, right? right? Yeah. Do that all right? See that all right? Yeah. That all right. Yeah. That all right to be last words. Mm. Oh, all right. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, because like, he didn't say pardon me. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of tone, of vernacular. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it mm-hmm. is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you might have a favorite hat. Mm-hmm. You hear me? I might be like, oh boy, this my little yeah right here, boy. This my fucking yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hear me? Like, like that's that's just how we talk. To me, I look at New Orleans, I look at Louisiana as being like a third world country domestically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, there's a lot of tourism involved, like Jamaica and other places like that, like islands, and our culture is the richest culture, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the state because we got the oldest African American neighborhood in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, the Treme. Mm. And it's not about a beginning or an ending, the Alpha Omega. It's just about knowing that you have family tied here somewhere, shape, form, fashion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My people that migrated out that way, our people that migrated here, the culture is rich. Mm. And, the, and the, um, you know, you can, that's what makes us us. That's the fabric of what makes us us. That's what made the world fall in love with us. You feel me? Like, White t-shirt wearing, Reebok wearing. 5X white t-shirts. <laughs> you know that. You know how it was yeah. in the late 90s, early well, 90s. Question though, what? because Turk and them admitted that they jewelry was fake. Was y'all jewelry at least real? Nah, I mean, I don't know about a lot of other cats, but man, you know, we was Rolex wearing. You know, so, you really, so you didn't have on a Geneva. You really had a Rolex. Uh, I, okay, I, yeah. I, Turk I, said I, that, I, Turk I, said yeah, the jewelry right. was fake. <laughs> nah, my shit was there. Yeah, you heard gotcha. I had the 5 dial. Yeah, we... You know, I have some football NFL looking at his rings. All yeah, 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 yeah. What's the what's the dumbest thing you ever bought with your money? Uh, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't like that. I never was. Uh, you know, I never was like that. I was mm-hmm. always stacking money. I was always stacking money. I, I mean, I bought a watch, you know, a chain. I bought like an artist of mine, a chain type thing to let him know, like, you know, I, I'm serious about him and his future. But, you know, that's it. I bought, I bought property. Got you. Know you. The most expensive thing I ever bought, I bought a $100,000 car. You know, okay. I bought a couple hundred thousand dollars. What kind of car was that? 
Uh, I bought a, a Lexus 470 um, that came out. Uh, There's a truck with the hydraulic, like the Range Rover. I got uh-huh. that too. Before I hit the streets. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Beverly Hills. Uh, once I turned in Desmond and their family album, I went to Beverly Hills, Jim Folk, Beverly Hills. You might still see my face up there with the owner. Arm around me, you heard me, because I paid for the cash and paid $15,000 more mm. to get it to us in advance. Wow. But I was always into buying property. You know mm. what I'm saying? I was buying property. I would say that's the largest investment I did. You know what I'm saying? Was buying property. Why are you not? Um, I've seen some of your interviews. Uh, you know, so why are you not disgruntled, angry? I mean, you do have gripes about some stuff, but why? Why didn't you let it get to? Because you know, some um, artists they start looking old, tired, teeth falling out. They talk about man in '97. Why are you not bitter, jaded, and angry at this industry? You know what, doggy? Like. You know, when you from where I'm from, my guy, like, you know, like every every day above dirt, mm-hmm. every day not in a six by eight, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A six by nine, you feel me? Um, it's a blessing, you mm-hmm. feel me? And all this shit ain't nothing but a great example for you. If it don't kill you, it make you strong. My mom always told me a delay is not a denial. So you know, I don't get mad. I get money. Like you know, what I'm saying like you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I can't hustle with you on Monday and Tuesday. You fucked up the re up, and not Wednesday, I won't kill you. Like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so 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 all our relationship as brothers or you know whatever, right? So all that's out the window. Like you know, behind some shit they print up and burn every day, bro. Facts. So nah, man. Like I, I just never was on it. My brother was a hustler. And I just I take a man word more serious than the paper. We can get paper anyway. I could be a garbage man, make good money. I could be a barber, make six figures a year type. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was about getting money. So I think I appreciate the lessons and I learned from it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And anybody watching, man, like, I'm going to keep it funky with you. Like, you know, be 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 mindful of a person that can tell you they changed their life. You feel me? Uh, you know, they may found Christ, whatever the thing is. You feel me? Because you don't know what they left to get here. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, so I don't I don't waste my time with that. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna waste time off of what have coulda shoulda when you know what I'm saying we can make some new tomorrows, some new money, some new memories, you heard me? So um in them vaults, what what's some of these vote records you got? You say you got Birdman. What else you got in them vaults that we probably be like, when you gonna put that out? <laughs> uh that's another excellent question, my guy. I do this. I I'm the best. Yeah, I'm, I'm the greatest. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. No He's notes. The best. We're the yeah. Best. yeah, you, you don't see. Listen, you don't see no notes. Ain't no cheat sheet. This is all vibes. You know, this what I, this what this what they all copy right here. This, this, this right they show up for. They yeah, they, up I mean, Nori said it. He said, "Yo, you, you, we follow you." Like a man, sometimes you gotta be the one to set the pace. Yeah, yeah. You know the yeah. first. The what first. I, what I what I got in the vault though is eight or more songs with Just Blaze. You right. lying? Nah, I wouldn't. Well, he did lie. the beats. Yeah. Shit, I want that. Yeah, I, that's a, that's one of my favorite producers. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some vibes, bro. Me and Bruno Mars signed to APG at the same time. So you got some Bruno Mars as writers. I, I got, I got an iPod full of some shit. Mm. You heard me? I'm talking about unreleased records, Trick Daddy. Unreleased records, Trina. Unreleased records, submitting for Lil Kim. Uh, you know, like you know, some real big positive. You ghost wrote before? Have you ghost wrote? Have you ghost wrote before? You know what? Let me let me be clear. All okay. all honesty of knowing the tradition of ghostwriting, mm-hmm. my name were on the credits on the publishing, so I can't I can't call it ghostwriting. The, the term of ghostwriting goes like your name ain't nowhere on credits. So you're accredited writer on some songs. Oh, definitely. What what song we know? Because if it's out there, you you care to share with us? What what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did a lot of things for um a lot of female artists. Um, he said a lot of, of female. He ain't say no name. Like who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hear me? Look, um, we got to go just, search for it. We still working today. We gotcha. still working today. Like I just I just don't get me wrong. You can look on the credits and see, but um I had some great opportunities, bro. Um, so current ahead. female artists or. Uh, a legendary artist who's still working, but legendary and current. That's know, out so right now. You, your pen is. Oh, yeah, show is water wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my my thing in hip hop. Let me get five dollars. 
Huh? Let me get five dollars. Let me see you that Zell because I know that publishing, pu- publishing. Um, th- th- that's the game that everybody likes to talk about. You have all these people selling their catalogs. What are some of the misconceptions about publishing? Because we all think we know publishing, publishing, but I don't. I don't think we really understand publishing. What are some Publish. of the misconceptions? I love publishing. Okay. I love, <laughs> I love everything about publishing. Okay. You hear me? Publishing paid for my wedding. Got you. you know, publishing pays me now. I see 12, 16 checks a year. Strictly off of publishing. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I if I never do music again, you good. I'm I'm good off of the fact that I I see a return off the investment. Got you. You know, there's no 401k set for people in the industry like this, but we have to set it up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then to me, uh, most kids don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're going to sell your publishing, at least make it worth it to when even a janitor can retire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's all the hustle. Birdman is telling me, man, we all hustling, bro. Mm-hmm. You heard We all hustling. So the misconception about publishing is that every record ain't a hit. Mm. So you can't think I wrote this song and they're offering you this for the publishing. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? It's totally up to you in today's terms of like, is this, is is the stocks worth selling? Is the mm-hmm. stocks, all mm-hmm. the stocks worth anything? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I'm out of all my publishing deals. I own my publishing 100%. And I'm just sitting back waiting to see somebody sample you, still do something. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. Like, please, please. Please. Yeah, just send that in. and no, uh, So, um, you... It, what do you before we get into what you're working on right now? I just gotta yeah. talk about this because I never really got a chance to talk to nobody besides Turk at one point. Okay. Katrina, um, I watched it on TV and that was the first uh uh I, I watched it. And I'm I'm a person who really don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm a person who's not a sad person. Like you know I'd be like yo right. shit happens, but that shit was so disheartening to me because I'm like is this um this is America like. You from there was what I saw, bro. Was it really what I saw? Yeah, it it, it was no smoke, doggy. It, it was no banana in the tailpipe. It wasn't. It wasn't no smoke, bro. It like like bro, like people think. People think like bro. You know how you know you you know, it touch you when you see your people, fucked up. Mm-hmm. You heard me. I'm quite sure you didn't have enough slave movies to when Facts. you just don't see that shit no more. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But just imagine your people being fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. In today's time, like, like refugees, bro, treated yeah. like slaves, like fucking, like it was some movie shit. It, that's what I'm saying. It almost looked when I see people on the roofs, like say when I seen the babies dying of dehydration, they ain't drink. They didn't have no milk. They ain't drinking days. I'm like, see, one thing about me, I got a soft spot for the children. When I see the children yeah. suffer and the elderly, that's where I get it. The young dudes that's going, y'all going to have to figure it out. But when them babies, yeah. that's what see? get me. So that's what touched me. When I seen the baby, uh, I think the, the reporter was able to get the baby some Gatorade or something no, like that. Listen, a lot of people wasn't said, a lot of things wasn't said, my guy, like, like people dying from drowning, bro, couldn't swim. <sighs> Right? I'm talking about people you hearing on your phone, leaving mm-hmm. voice, bro, drowning, trying to leave you a message asking for help. Mm. You feel me? I'm talking about people being raped and shit in the Superdome, waiting for help as you sleep in there overnight, thinking that you're going to get some help. You know what I'm saying? Cats raping fucking young women and shit, bro. Like, you know, like that shit is senseless. Where was you at during all of this? I was in Natchez, Mississippi, which mm. is about an, um, about uh let's let's say roughly maybe two hours or maybe two hours from New Orleans. I was mm-hmm. doing some work. I was working with a kid. I'll never forget this shit, bro. I um I went out there to work this cat that this dude had a, a mansion. His parents um was out of town and he was getting some music from me. I never forget I brought my drum machine and shit. I'm producing tracks. I got the QP. I'm gonna sit up here. I'm gonna roll up. We gonna chill. You hear me? I'm gonna 
take the whole weekend or whatever, and I'm going to do this. And I'll never forget going out there at that time, my phone did not work out there. Mm. So I could get on somebody else's phone and check my voicemail, but my phone did not work out there. I don't mm. know what that was about, bro, towers or what, right? So picture the power goes out. I'm in Nashville, Mississippi. And a couple of days ago, you know, we got candles. We go to the gas station. They got the beverages and ice chests and shit because the, the, the boxes, the ice boxes are the power gone. You know? mm-hmm. So picture, we just chilling. We bought all the cigars out. We're going to go chill out, right? Some days go by and the power come back on. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, right. So I'm like, oh shit, let me, um, let me, let me check my voicemail right quick. Everybody get on one of the guys' phone, check my voicemail. And I'm standing up there like this here. And, um, in, the, in, in, in this living room, in a dining room, I'm chilling, checking my voicemail. In this next room, they got a TV and the guys in there chilling. They watch the TV and I got my back to them. And I'm listening to the voicemail. I'm looking at my phone like, what? Like trying to make sense of what I think I just heard, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Water's getting high. Um, I can't swim. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm like, what? So then the guy called me. Man, like, fiend, man, come look at the news, bro. Your fucking city underwater. Mm. I'm like, the fuck? Nah, dog. That shit just, yeah, they, yeah. somebody tell you, yo, Brooklyn underwater. He's like, man, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah. Man, I walked in there, bro. I looked at the TV. And I remember sitting down. And everywhere the camera panned, it was water. And I was like, what the fuck? And I just couldn't even grasp what was going on, yeah. right? So I'm thinking about my mom, my, my aunties and shit, and my little cousins. So I get to borrowing these guys' phones. I remember we lost our cousin Jasmine. She and her son was went somewhere. People were uh, uh, separated, bro. Mm-hmm. Brought to different cities and just dropped off. No money in their pockets. Had to grab what they could. My brother... Is, is Palestinian, mm. you heard me? I saw him and his family on the roof wow. with, a bat, with a red shirt tying, trying to flag the helicopters, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it was, it was life changing, my guy. They got dudes breaking in the dealership, stealing cars or whatever gas they had in the car, running them completely through the fucking showroom flows, bro. Mm. Getting on the highway, trying to get the Baton Rouge. Just imagine this city where I'm at right now is one hour from New Orleans. Mm. Imagine taking 24 hours to get somewhere that takes one hour, bro. Mm. People were spiking up the gas, the local gas stations, but them bitches were spiking the prices up dumb high. Mm-hmm. They was out there only letting you get like uh, so many gallons at a time because they were trying to serve everybody and mm-hmm. tax the fuck mm-hmm. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. It was fucked up, bro. Mm. It, it was it was literally... um. It was literally on some kill or be killed because food got short. The supplies were bad. It got bad, bro. Floating bodies all over that shit. I don't know if you just ever smell corpse. Just, just. I smelled a corpse before. It don't smell good at all. Yeah, you, I'm that, talking that's, about through the city. Just through the city. Well, I smell, I smell a corpse before, so I could imagine how a lot of them smell. And now I'm gonna so, tell the people so. that is a smell that you will never, ever, ever forget. And never you've forget. never smelled anything like that before. So, You've never trust me. You you can't. I could I could say shit. I could say diarrhea. I could say throw up. Nothing compares to the smell of a dead body. Nothing. Not, not dead. Not dead. Rotten flesh. body. Dead flesh. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. That's some shit that I I'm smelling it now as I'm saying it. You will never as forget that. Like, yeah. I know. I'm, I know better. Yeah. Your yeah. mind took it straight there. Like. Nothing smells like that. So musically, what are you doing now? Are you back in the studio? Are you working? What's going on with you right now? Yeah. Um. Man, look, I got. Projects I've been working out, I've been touring over the last 12 years under the name International Jones. Got you. you know so that's more smoking grooves. I've toured with the Currency, Wiz Khalifa, Burner, you know what I'm saying? Method Man, Red Man, Styles P, my brother Styles, you heard me? And we've just been touring, bro, for the last 12 years. Everybody get a chance to go check out the project. Um, is a title, International Jones. You could talk, any, any, any of the projects, you could tune in, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I want you to tap into that and also tap into, uh, I also have a TV show podcast called Who Got That Fire? But the International Jones series is, to me, is where if you wanted to know what it would be if Tupac or Biggie or, uh, um, to me, 
I'm not comparing myself. I'm just saying of mature MCs, what would they be doing today? You know, this is what my vibe, this is to me, I think what the vibe is. The whole International Jones thing is like a Congo Square and rap form. You know, my version of music is like a Louis Armstrong honk of rap. Um, to listen to me is like listening to the Neville Brothers of Trap. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's where I'm at. You said the Neville Brothers. I said the Meters. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look at you said the Meters. I like, look at dog. No, 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 no. Let me show you why. See, I don't know if you know, but uh, I am a connoisseur of music as well. You see that? Okay, you cutting up. That is the SP 1200. It's the SB12? SB1200. Oh, yeah, you cutting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is what I do, too. A lot of people don't Great. know that, though, but my audience Great. do. So when I said the meters and you said the Neville Brothers, I'm like, it, it all makes sense. You know um, no. you know the Heavy D, the girls, the girls, they love me. That's a meter right. sample. Really? Yeah, that's a meter yeah, sample. Yeah, a meter sample. Yeah, a meter sample. Yeah. I'm going to trip you out. Uh-huh. I used to valet park um, Alan Two Cents, Rose Royce. Get out my life, woman. Yo, his drums, Alan Tucson drums is great. Well, I ain't gonna give him too much. That's a producer show because I got a producer show too. So I'm gonna get okay. you on that too, called the beat making show. Cool. So yeah, the Alan Tucson, Get Out My Life, Woman. I'll just give y'all that one. You know what I'm saying? Great. Yeah, just that. Like, Rose Royce. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, nah, you know, definitely got some sounds too. Some sounds. Oh, um, jazz, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. So um give them give them all your social media. Hey, check us out, man. It's your man, man, Fiend International J J J J Jones. You heard me checking me out right now. My main man, 2050 Grand Doggy Diamonds. Stop what you're doing. Follow me on Instagram, 504. Now, look, now, I mm -hmm. said O, oh, but well, from New Orleans, mm -hmm. it means zero. Mm -hmm. yeah. Five, zero, four, Fiend, F I E N D. Okay. You heard me? On Twitter, it's Fiend for the money. F I E N D, the number four, D A money on uh snapchat is fiend want want f-i-e-n-d w-h-o-m-p w-h-o-m-p don't be ashamed to follow me it's all love i follow people back podcast you know, what's the podcast what's that the podcast is who got that fire okay podcast you heard me this is in the background you heard me yes, appreciate you the showcase on who got that fire yes. baby well, all we want to showcase is traveling dope food fly rides beautiful people and everybody getting to the bag. You heard me? Everybody I got to come out there, man. I never been out there. That's one of the places I've never been. I got to come out there. Um, I got to go to um, to to Bourbon Street just to just to see on some tourist shit, you know, just just to see. But um, I got to come out there. So when I come down, I'm definitely tapping in with you. I like, got yeah. you covered, doggy. Yeah, I'm I in the town. Covered, I don't doggy. smoke a drink, but I love some good food. Is there, listen, yeah. the food alone, my God. That's you what I'm saying. Here, you could be here a year <laughs> and not eat in the same restaurant. Wow. And, 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 and listen, you could you could stumble across the best restaurant in your life every day. Wow. All right, so, yo, man, this was Fiend, man. I thank you for coming through. When you put some music out, some music out there, let's come back and talk about some music. I got to get you on a producer show. What, 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 what equipment you using, though? I just got to know. I'm still using my Kai 2000 Studio Plus. Okay. You know what I mean? I use logic and reason, stuff like that, most is for sound. Dawes, you on the Dawes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and also, believe it or not, I, I produce with a, a live band most of the time. Oh man, you lucky, huh, man? That, that's my dream. Let me, let me give a quick story. So, at one point, Large Professor did this remix for Slick Rick called It's a Boy, right? It's wow. a Boy. And in this beat, it has these Christmas bells. So I'm like, Yo, how he get these Christmas bells in his beat? Me, right. 15 years old. I say, yo, I want Christmas bells in my beat. I right. went to Sam Ash and bought a sleigh bell, hooked nice. up the microphone, nice. hit record on the SB1200 and shook the bell. And that's yeah. how I got my sleigh bells. I was 15 years you, old. You you was a go-getter. You were Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Yo, listen, I, I got on the F train, the 47th Street. I'm like, yo, I, them sleigh bells is around here somewhere. No lie, no lie. Was, listen, even another one. This is the microphone right here. Biggie recorded warning on in my house. What? Yes, sir. That's crazy. Yep, this microphone right here. That is crazy. Warning, Guess little what? little Kim recorded on this. Uncle Murder, Sean Price, Tech from Smith and Wesson, uh, Little C's, um, wow. Aguilar, like yeah. Wow. That microphone. You got history over there, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Baby, yep, like. Yep. Me, like, you see that SP twelve hundred? I had that since nineteen ninety three. That same machine. That's hard. Picture just 
let me record on the same mic J cut vocals on the bass line. That boy just said, look for him. I normally take the mic out because I ain't letting no motherfucking washed up ass motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, touch this mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just said, Fiend, I'm going to leave J Mike in this bitch for you today, homie. Mm. Yeah, bro. And listen, oh my God, dog. If you hear, you see Just Blaze, you can ask him yourself, man. Fiend, you know, Fiend, some of y'all got some joints. He going to be like, oh my God, we, we put some work in, bro. All right. So, yo, Fiend, man, and thank you for coming through. Um, Appreciate you, man. Like I said, when I hit your town, I'm definitely gonna hit you up. Yo, I'm out here. Yo, yeah, show I mean, me man. around. Let me know where the food is at. You know what I'm saying? And, love it, fam. You're gonna yeah. eat great when you get here. So I'm gonna sign you out. Peace until next time. Peace, young doggy diamonds, man. Much love and yes, life, sir. baby. Yep. Yeah. Later. Yep. All right, y'all, man. That was Fiend 504 in the building. No, in the building, man. Make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell to get all the notifications. As for me, I'm on my way to the gym. I was gonna go to the gym and then change and do this but i did this now i'm going to the gym so until next time man i you know i, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me i appreciate y'all for um supporting me and all my endeavors man thank you so much